Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Bucks win a wild one in Miami to kick off the preseason. 26-24 as Ryan Griffin leads the game-winning drive and Chandler Cannonzaro makes the money field goal. But it was all the Bucks quarterbacks that dominated the football game. Can the Bucks rest easier now about Ryan Fitzpatrick in those first three games? Jameis Winston looked good. Griffin led the comebacks. But there were some also real special moments on defense. And, hey, you down with JPP? Yeah, you know me. We'll all talk about that and so much more in this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times along with producer Steve Versnick. Before we get started, I have a special offer and some exciting news from our sponsor, Continental Wholesale Diamonds, that's going to make your special occasion unforgettable. With a minimum purchase of $2,000, Continental Wholesale Diamonds is going to give you a five-day, four-night cruise for two to the Caribbean. That's right. You get to even pick the cruise line and the destination in the Caribbean. Pack once and enjoy romantic fine dining and Las Vegas-style entertainment every night. Make sure you tell Andy at Continental Wholesale Diamonds that Rick and Steve from Sports Day Tampa Bay sent you. And since Continental Wholesale Diamonds is moving to a larger location in mid-September, guess what? They're getting ready to have a massive two-day moving sale. That's right. They're clearing out the safe. They're going to have the lowest prices of the year because everything must go. Special pricing and financing is available during this sale, which is begins today and Saturday. So that's today and Saturday. Don't miss the epic moving sale at Continental Wholesale Diamonds. And do stay tuned about the new location in South Tampa. It will be double the size of the current location. It's Continental Wholesale Diamonds, and it's where I shop. They're at 1715 Northwest Shore Boulevard, Suite 150, right next to the Penthouse Club. So from Miami, I'm Rick Stroud, of course, and the Bucks win uh, their preseason opener 26-24 in dramatic fashion. There's lots to talk about in this game. And, of course, going into it, the big question uh, is going to be, and I think the whole story of the year, is whether or not the Bucks can uh, be successful, move the ball, and be competitive uh, the first three weeks while Jameis Winston is serving his suspension behind quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick, who played somewhat sparingly just a couple of series but did very very well the first time he touched the ball he he leads them to a touchdown he ends up going uh well he hit the first six passes he attempted and had one drop so he ended up six of eight uh it was a big night for the quarterbacks and i think a big night for fitzpatrick as well um even after though he left the game Jameis winston uh which is rare for him came off the bench he played very very well and then, of course, Ryan Griffin wound up being uh, just the, the hero of the game. So the quarterback play was impressive. Winston went 11 of 13 passing for 102 yards and no touchdowns. Um, but he was very, very good as well. So, uh, you know, when you, when you think about the Bucs this year and you think about what Ryan Fitzpatrick is, is attempting to do, this is his 14th NFL season and, you know, his second in Tampa Bay. And that's key. Um, you know, the guy certainly knows his own game. He's become more familiar with the Bucks wide receivers and, and just the players around him. 
and he said uh, following the game that he's just gotten more comfortable with the Bucks' offense. It's a lot more comfortable, and it, a lot of it is just repetition. Uh, you know, I can always relate one offense to another, and there's similar things from, from everywhere I've been to each, each offense, but just in terms of the command of the offense, I feel a lot more comfortable this year than last. You know, the Bucks also managed to cap off that drive with a touchdown run by Peyton Barber. In fact, they had two touchdown runs in this game, the other one by rookie Ronald Jones, uh, both of them inside the five-yard line. And, you know, that's something that the, the Bucks really lacked last year is being able to score in the red zone. They weren't very good down there as far as scoring touchdowns. And I think what you know, Thursday kind of illustrated is you're a heck of a lot better if you can run the football. Uh, with their weapons down there, you know, teams have to declare whether they're going to play coverage, uh, they're going to play zone, they're going to double some of the outside guys and Mike Evans, um, sometimes O.J. Howard. So it does create some running lanes, and Peyton Barber was able to exploit that. So, you know, that's something going forward, I think. And, and you know, Ronald Jones, although he didn't have a lot of attempts or a big day statistically, he did show that he can run inside. And, uh, in fact, his touchdown run was just off to the left side and um, did a nice job of, of, uh, of getting in there. He's much more stout running back, I think, than most people give him credit for. Um, so he's not just all speed and, and a burner. You know, this game was one that uh, Dirk Cutter had to be worried about a little bit, and, and only in the sense that, you know, he's trying to juggle these quarterbacks, and it's a difficult balancing act. You have... You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who has to start the year, has to play the first three games, so you have to keep him healthy, and yet you still need to prepare a very young quarterback in Jameis Winston. So that can get uh, that can get pretty tricky at times. And and this was the first really the first bite of the apple uh, for us to see just how they plan on doing this. Yeah, I thought uh, start with that. I mean, Ryan Griffin, I thought he was outstanding, twenty out of twenty six, and playing with the. The third group, primarily, I thought Ryan did, did a really good job, but I also thought Fitz and Jameis uh, did, did fine, took us right down and scored both guys. So shoot from a quarterback standpoint, you know, I don't, I don't think we missed too many. Didn't turn it over at quarterback, so uh, pleased with all three of those guys. I'll tell you, though, there was something still very strange, and, and we've kind of, you know, witnessed this in practice as well ever since the suspension was announced and he spoke to reporters the first day of training camp. It's really different to see Jameis Winston not start a football game. I mean, that this is who this guy has been. Um, and even though he's handled it, you know, the demotion pretty uh, professionally, I guess, there's, they don't really have a choice. I mean, the guy is going to go away uh, and have to miss three games. But, you know, the one thing he's done is he's worked hard. He, he's kept his focus. Um, he's managed to keep his energy level up. And in a weird way, you know, and I know Dirk Cutter told Jameis this as well that you know what the great quarterbacks with you know especially when you're talking about guys like Tom Brady um, who's had a million receivers none of them really huge marquee names except for Randy Moss the one year that he broke Jerry Rice's touchdown record um, but for the most part you know show me a quarterback who's more more productive in terms of you know championships and things like that. Uh, and it would be Brady. And the reason he does it is that he's able to make guys around him better. He's able to take lesser players, guys that weren't household names, uh, and turn them into Super Bowl heroes. And so that was the message that Dirk Cutter has imparted on Jameis Winston, that even though most of your reps have come in training camp, 
and then again on Thursday with the you know the second and third teamers if you're good enough if you're that guy that everybody thinks you are then you're going to make those players look much better around you regardless of, of who's out there still you have to know it's difficult for Jameis Winston and I asked him after the game just how difficult it was coming off the bench rather than starting a football game man I was happy to play football you know, like I said, it's a privilege. You know, we got out there. Uh, I've been working with everybody, uh, just training camp. So, you know, that prepared me, uh, and we went out there and we executed. You have to give the Bucks credit in this game. You know, uh, after they gave up the lead, a touchdown and a two-point conversion, they were trailing um, with under two minutes to go. And, you know, Ryan Griffin, who uh, it's just bizarre that he has not started an NFL game. He's, he's really, depending on how you count it, in, into his fifth season now. That's a ton of experience, which, you know, helps him show up in these games. Um, But, you know, he needed to take a team pretty much the length of the field and get them in field goal range in under two minutes. And that's a drive that, you know, the Bucs and every team works on in practice. And you just hope you get an opportunity because you can't always, you know, script those. You can't guarantee that you're going to have an opportunity uh, when you play these these preseason games. But there was for Ryan Griffin. It was Griffin that led the Bucks on a 67-yard drive, and he set up Chandler Catanzaro's game-winning 26-yard field goal with about 23 seconds left or so. We'll get to Catanzaro, who had a very rough day, to be honest with you. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, man. This kicking thing is real. You know what I mean? We need a kicker. Catanzaro uh, is supposed to be that guy, and he probably will be. He kicked off well. He muffed one of those. But the first extra point he attempted um, – you know, he, he missed it wide right. And he also missed a 53-yard field goal that would have put the game away. Instead, the Dolphins were able to come back and tie it. Um, before we get back to the quarterbacks, here's what Dirk Cutter had to say about his new place kicker, Kenneth Chandler Cananzaro. Yeah, up and down would be would be good. The good news, we got that first missed extra point out of the way, so we don't have to repeat that again. And uh, that, was a, that was a tough situation with the 53-yarder. The Thought about thought about punting it there, but also thought it was was a good good uh, place to put not only not only Catanzaro uh, but also Drew the snapper, and it was great to see him get a chance to get the game winner. I thought he kicked off okay, yet he he missed hit one. I know I know he'll be uh, he'll be the, his worst critic, and he'll be the one saying he can do better. And you know we we expect better from him. What I really liked about Griffin's performance is that he did it with a bunch of guys that may not make it on an NFL roster. I mean, these are players um, that are, you know, sort of not on the bubble, but one day hoping to be on the bubble, or more importantly, probably hoping to make, you know, the 61, which means you're part of a practice squad and not the 53-man roster. But, uh, you know, he threaded the needle a couple times. Of course, he had a big touchdown pass to Allen Cross, the tight end, um, you know, who is a veteran and has made plays in this league before. But on the on the final drive, the one that won the football game, um, you know he was throwing to relatively unknown receivers like Sergio Bailey, who had two catches on that last drive, and Irvin Phillips, uh, and the running back Derry uh, Agumboale, and you know these these are guys though that that you know Griffin does not complain about. That's who he's throwing to. They're mostly third team uh, skill players, and yet he was able to do a great job, and, and he was thrilled. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Also, uh, with those teammates of his that stepped up on the final drive. Here's what Ryan Griffin had to say uh, about those players. Just been going by each and every one of them, telling them that I love them. Because, <laughs> I mean, they really did. I mean, they stuck it in there and they, they played their butt off. Look, I don't know, you know, that you can take a ton from this game. Um, it's preseason game one. The Miami Dolphins, you know, played three quarterbacks. Uh, in the first three possessions, obviously, and they they kind of approached it a different way, but I'll say this: the Bucks quarterbacks had a big day, a really big day, and when you're going to be without one of them for a number of weeks, that's that gives you some confidence. Now, all told, including Winston's numbers, the Bucks quarterbacks completed, they combined to complete 37 of 47 passes, which is well over 70 percent, for 336 yards and a touchdown, and that's a passer rating of 103.5. We're not really used to seeing those kinds of numbers. I mean, Jameis puts up good numbers, but uh, for that kind of high percentage, it's pretty remarkable, especially when you consider all the injuries they had on the right side of the offensive line. I mean, you know, that is that is sort of not the recipe for success you want to have in trying to protect not one, but two quarterbacks as, as Jameis Winston will miss, you know, the first three games with that suspension. The good news is that all three quarterbacks uh, sort of had help. I mean, at, and, and especially, you know, at the running back position. I mean, Peyton Barber gets it going with a four-yard touchdown run. And then Ronald Jones had a, uh, a nice run for a touchdown as well, even though as a team they didn't run the ball particularly well. But it was, uh, it was effective, and it was something they needed to do. Uh, and they had a pretty good showing on offense. And, you know, if you're going to start the season – uh, with all three of these guys playing major roles, it sure is nice if you're the Bucs to have all three of them play this game and, and play it well at a very, very high percentage. Another surprise for the Bucks was who their play caller uh, was during the game. And, you know, Todd Munkin uh, has been here in Tampa Bay for a couple years now, and he's had the title of offensive coordinator. But now he truly is an offensive coordinator because he's not encumbered by coaching wide receivers, which is something he did uh, the first couple years. And so Munkin is able to spend a lot more time with the entire offense, from the offensive line, certainly to the quarterbacks individually, uh, and so on. Well, you know, it was interesting because on Thursday in the preseason opener, um, you know, you had a situation where Coach Dirk Cutter decided that Munkin not him, but Munkin was going to be the guy on the quarterback's headset and was also going to be the person responsible in the preseason for now and against Miami for calling offensive plays. And that is something that Dirk Cutter has done exclusively since he got here as an offensive coordinator, and he maintained that uh, the last couple of years as well. So why would you have uh, Munkin calling plays? It's, it's an interesting question, and, and I'm not sure that I totally have the answer. Because I know that Dirk Cutter is a play caller, and he loves that aspect of the game. You know, a lot of head coaches that have been coordinators find it very, very hard to give that up um, when they become a head coach. Some do, some don't. Some start out calling plays and, and wind up doing something different. 
And to be honest with you, I'm not really sure right now where Dirk Cutter is with all of that. But, you know, Munkin certainly showed a pretty good, you know, feel for what he wanted to do in this preseason game. And what it, what it enables the Bucks to do is it's another voice uh, in the helmet communicator, somebody that, you know, that his quarterbacks can listen to, spit out the plays, give them pointers and whatnot. And then, therefore, uh, on the off chance that Dirk Cutter either, you know, decides at some point um, to turn it over to, to Munkin, um, at least he has talked to the quarterbacks. They know what he sounds like, how he calls plays. And that's, uh, you know, that's certainly a bonus if you're, you know, if you're the Bucks. And so, anyway, that's the way it worked out. And I'll tell you, he called a pretty darn good game. I mean, I think there's plenty of evidence of that, that, uh, you know, Munkin was on the ball. In fact, I talked to Ryan Fitzpatrick after the game, and here's what he had to say uh, about the play calling from Todd Munkin. Oh, it was it was smooth. I, I thought I thought it went well, and uh, you know we we work a lot with Coach Monk on the field and in our meeting rooms, and so we've got a good rapport. Um, so it was it was nice to just have that today. I thought he had a really good feel and and called a great game for us. Now you know the Bucks, of course, spent most of their off season, uh, I say, assets or resources on defense. And that certainly showed up on Thursday, and I think that they got to be awfully happy that it did because you never know how guys are going to play together. And, look, they're going to get better and better and better. But one thing is obvious um, in, in watching them go up against the Dolphins that, you know, they have a lot more depth and a better rotation and all those things. Uh, the guy that stood out, I mean, Vinnie Curry got a lot of pressure, forced a lot of things for them, uh, you know, was probably instrumental in Gerald McCoy's sack on Thursday. Um, but, you know, they come at you in waves. And, and the guy that was just, I thought, terrific was Jason Pierre-Paul. Um, you know, here's a guy that's 29 years old. First of all, before the game, you know, he, he's, he lives close by uh, to South, in South Florida. And he had 11 family members that just took pictures on the field with him just before the game. So he had a lot of motivation, and this was a homecoming of sorts for him. But JPP was everywhere. He had three tackles, I think, on the first drive. Um, he definitely had a quarterback hit. Uh, and he definitely occupied a lot of blockers that uh, allowed, you know, the Bucks defense to, uh, to try to dial up a little bit of pressure on uh, Miami's quarterbacks. The Bucks still have some work to do, though. I mean, defensively, they're not a complete package. I think teams are going to attack their corners for sure. Brent Grimes didn't play, as I mentioned earlier. Hargraves had to leave with a groin injury and he's of course had a number of injuries that have set him back after that you know i thought that the the two rookie corners played pretty well carlton davis and mj stewart were in position um you know certainly um and and so you know they're going to have help there but those are young guys those are inexperienced guys so they're going to need their veterans to step up to stay healthy especially in the early part of the year um, you know, not a spectacular game by the safeties, Chris Conte or Justin Evans. Uh, and that's kind of just the way the Bucks are constructed right now. I mean, they have young players, um, and it's going to take a while for them to develop. But if that defensive line can get humming the way it did, then certainly that will make their job easier on the back end. So this is going to be, you know, an interesting couple of weeks. I mean, obviously the Bucks, uh, the players have the day off. Today we'll be talking to Dirk Cutter uh, later this afternoon, and 
Um, you know, we'll get his updates on if there were any other injuries. Uh, and just his thoughts moving forward, the team is going to practice over the weekend. And then it's going to be on to Tennessee, on to Nashville. They'll be going up there on Tuesday night and then practicing on Wednesday and Thursday, having a walkthrough day on Friday and then playing the Tennessee Titans on Saturday evening. And, of course, anytime you have the Titans and the Bucks, you also have Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota, and there'll be plenty of comparisons there, as well as Jason Light, uh, the Bucks GM, and uh, the new uh, Titans GM, John Robinson, are very close friends as well. So a very successful uh, debut game, if you will. I think it's always better for the team, and certainly their spirits were high if they're able to win that game, even though they don't count, but they do seem to matter. You're trying to build a culture here, and I think the Bucks came out of this thing feeling like they have a pretty good football team. I know that Ryan Fitzpatrick still feels uh, that it's one of the more talented teams that he's been around in terms of the offensive weapons, which makes his job a lot easier. Um, if you're a Bucks fan, feel better. Feel better that, that Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, looks like a guy who at 35 can still get it done. Feel better that the defense and the defensive line in particular uh, impose their will at times. And hopefully you can make Chandler Zero feel better uh, about his misses. But that just seems to be part of the territory if you're the Bucks, I don't think it's quite here we go again. But it's like, really? Again? <laughs> so... Um, the kicking thing will play itself out, but I think I think they're going to be okay there. Hey, uh, listen, it's late. Um, I'm not going to lie; it's been a long day. We get a long day tomorrow. Dirk Cutter will be available. Uh, we hope you have a, a great weekend. Uh, it's been a, a busy week for the Bucks, obviously, uh, in covering them, and, and of course the Tampa Bay Rays. Let's mention them as well. Uh, they win another one-run game, so uh, good for the Rays, who uh, you know seem to be finding ways. Uh, to mostly win these close games. It's, it's incredible how many games they've had that have come down to the wire. As always, we love your feedback on this podcast, and you know how to reach us. You can do that on Twitter. Um, just go ahead and tweet us at SportsDayTB, at SportsDayTB. You can tweet me at NFL Stroud, or my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. we love for you to rate and review this podcast. You can do that as well anywhere the podcast can be found on Stitcher or Google Play or iTunes. Um, You can certainly do it there. And uh, just so glad that you guys are with us. We're here every Monday through Friday uh, to talk Tampa Bay sports uh, and really um, enjoy doing that with you. Remember also to go see our friend Andy at Continental Wholesale Diamonds. He's going to hook you up with a five-day, four-night cruise for two to the Caribbean. Your choice of cruise line, your choice of destination. All you have to do is come in, spend $2,000 minimum. Tell them that Rick and Steve sent you from Sports Day Tampa Bay, and you're on your way. And remember, they're having an enormous moving sale, massive moving sale, these next two days, today and Saturday. Everything is slashed, the best prices they've ever had at Continental Wholesale Diamonds. Hope you enjoyed the Bucks game. Have a great weekend. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. For Steve Versnick, we'll talk to you on Monday.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 